It's the bonus show, and we are here to chat about comics because Jeff, you're bringing over collections. You're going on the hunt all the time, and as we're doing this whole podcast about collectible comics and finding collections, what to avoid, giving some stories, telling some narratives, you know, foreshadowing, alluding, you know, giving analogies and metaphors and other things you learn in English 101, you bring up the fact that you got a lead today to rub in my face. I want to talk about it. Yeah, it's been a pretty fruitful few weeks, man. So just to let you like know. Like strawberries and apples and stuff. Yeah, if you want to use those as metaphor for great comic collections, I mean, I rubbed in just one in your face, but there's a few. I mean, I can continue rubbing others. You're going to keep you juicing like. it? <laughs> just juice it and give me that sweet nectar. <laughs> That's right, man. I'm going to give you cavities, all this sweetness. Listen, man, I got a cool Golden Age collection. I'm going to just discuss one and we'll save another for another time. Yeah, I want to hear like this is in the process. So we don't even know if this is 100% happening, but it looks good. And you'll probably bring this back on the show. Oh, it's happening. This guy is literally DMing me for payment right now on my address. Like as we're on here, I'm going to get back to him here once we're done recording. But like I have to get back to him in the next 30 minutes or so. It's just so I can be done. But it's a war, Atomic Age war collection. Okay. And the thing about those books, you don't tend to see them in high grade. And high grade for Atomic Age War is like 6.5 sometimes. All right. And some of these copies are going to be 7.5s to 9.0s. Whoa. That doesn't happen, man. How many books? So it's, it's 60. There's more books to it, but it's 61 books is what I'm buying. Wow. And their original owner collection. And um, it's just impressive to see deep colors. Uh, that war stuff has been really underappreciated for a long time, and now it's, like, on fire. So I, I've, I'm pretty excited to get it as it's budding the way it should have been, this genre. Yeah, those collections do not come up often. you got to jump on them really quick. High-grade war comics. You're buying a lot, a lot of gold. I'm assuming this is probably, like, a price-per-book type of situation. You don't have to get into details yet since it's not finalized, but... What can you share about how like a deal like this goes down? Yeah, because there's a variations in grades and it's war stuff. And there isn't a lot of information on sales because they don't switch hands too often, especially in high grades. So it's really hard for a way to dictate market, which is different for Silver Age because Silver Age, every book is traded. I don't know how many times in a year over and over again. So you, you know what the market is. But for this stuff, it's more understanding the almost hidden market that a lot of people are not familiar with you know because i'm so heavily rooted into um so many other people's lives and collectors in the industry that i i am aware of what's being traded privately so this gives me an opportunity and a little leverage of being able to pick up books for reasonable because people just don't know what to price them at so i still paid aggressively for what i think is out there for um, completed sales but I just know on the other end, I'm pretty sure I can be more aggressive on my pricing. So I was excited to get into it. It was still what it was. And we went through a per book because it's just, or a, yeah, per book price because it's just easier because some are on the lower end, some are on the higher end. But it just made sense to just give it a blanket statement. Otherwise, you're spending how much time trying to analyze prices in every book on both ends. And sometimes it's just not worth the time for people. Is this a collection that is going to have to be mailed to you? This is like a, a dealing that's virtual? Yeah, it is. Um, so I got pictures of the books, and then I got a spreadsheet of the books. And can you, um, can you tell me a little bit about those books? Sure. So the titles are going to be War Comics. That's the name of the, the title. Uh, Navy Action. And then there's um, Battlefront. And I believe all three are Atlas titles. So 
the nice thing about those, Atlas is a big title and heavily collected for war. And, but really, right now, all war that's in great shape, which is, like I said, 7-0 or higher, is just really coveted at the moment. So whether it be Harvey, whether it be Pharaoh, whether it be you know any other publisher. But excited for it to at least be Atlas, because then the artwork's better, possibly. The storytelling's good, and the interiors are nice. I'm curious, this type of deal, you know you have to wait till you actually have them in hand and you can see them, but is there going to be a percentage that you expect to get graded or are you dealing with books on average in this era that people want them raw and they want to see them themselves? I believe that the marketplace would be better for me to have them graded. So that's going to be more output for me on time and monies. So that was also a factor because, you know, I do need to get these graded and pressed and just ready for encapsulation. That makes sense. Well, wow. I'm, I'm excited to follow up on this story and see what you actually get in hand. You know, throughout the year, it seems like there's it has its ebbs and flows. Like there are these dry months where we just don't really see a whole lot of comics coming up. I mean, I remember Russ giving me calls regularly. Like, I don't know what's going on. I know a pandemic happened as well. But even before, you know, it was getting pretty tough to find deals and, you know, Craigslist and estate sales getting a lot of competition. You know, people are aggressively buying. But now that we're seeing this change to the market, there's a lot of stores, unfortunately, that are closing. A lot of stores that are unable to kind of keep up in this new, uh, really virtual market that's being laid out. I mean, that's really where it's seemingly going, that these collections are popping up a lot more. And I feel like we're seeing that now more than ever, which is really why this podcast was was you know, brought to the community's attention, like wow, how we came to the table in the first place to form it was that, oh my gosh, store after store, you know, collections that are being uncovered and sold we're seeing happen. We've even acquired a store in the last couple months over the summer. You're buying collection after collection. This is a sign of the market moving, but I'm not, not necessarily sure where it's going. Yeah. I've, I've been saying this for a few years that a lot of the late 40s and early 50s stuff is starting to really come out into the marketplace every year. I'm seeing that, okay? And that's just more of a, an age generational time. As people have gotten older, the early 40s stuff has maybe already come out or isn't coming out as frequently. And so now that the demographics change for that era of time for people, you're seeing a lot of people, kids who are at that time now moving books on or a family member has the estate and they're selling them. Or a lot of the time I'm seeing is things are being consigned to auctioneers and to third parties who then broker these deals. So they don't truly understand the value of the comics either, but they're at least a broker and they're just going to try to push the sale. So these are just avenues that books can come through. It can, it can, it can happen in any place. So that's the nice thing because it's, it's open to anybody to try to get it or find these books. You have to put yourself out there and hope that you're lucky enough to get it first, but it can happen for anybody. You got to be prepared, comic fam. You got to be ready for these collections when they come up. Because uh, typically, when you're dealing with something that you really want, there's somebody right behind you waiting to get that opportunity as well. I mean, it's cutthroat with the gold, isn't it? I think anything that's a key book or key collection is cutthroat. I mean, Silver Age, I feel, is even more so because of how many people are aware of the Silver Age market. A bit more familiar. Yeah, Golden Age can just sometimes be pricey and expensive depending what's in it. But I feel with that one, there's a lot of hidden gems that you can surprise people with when you're um, 
you know, trying to sell it or just going through it. And more, more like it surprises you because sure. when you when you do that research, you you will find things like titles you've never heard of, and you're like, oh, Manhunt number twelve. Oh my God, that's a classic cover. I had no idea. Like no one knows anything about a title named Manhunt unless you're in the Golden Age, right? And or if you buy that cusp of Golden Age, Silver Age, and all of a sudden you get like thirty issues of gold, but you were really buying it for the silver, and then you're like, oh, bonus. You know, I just got some weird pep comics issue that's a classic Archie cover. You had no idea. Typically when you have those moments of excitement because you're surprised of something you didn't know, that's typically something you got to kind of analyze just a little bit. Like, why did that make you stop? Because that may be the reason why someone will buy it from you in the future. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the thing about buying collections that I've learned the most is that I learned the most after diving into the books right. because a lot of time with Golden Age, you don't ever see it, so you don't learn from it. So if you do acquire some, you at least get that slight education on the books, a little bit of the title, and you learn a little bit more for the future. And that's very much how it works when you buy collections. Yeah, the more you know, over time, the more dangerous you get on the hunt. Comic fam, I appreciate your time today. Do us a favor. Our audio fam, if you're listening to us on a platform that allows rating the podcast, you'd be doing us a huge solid. I mean, you made it all the way to the very, very end. You're the diehards. You're the ones that we, you know, we're thinking about when we're in this this studio that's way too hot. Jeff keeps shaking his shirt because he's getting really hot. Right, Jeff? You're sweating under there? Yeah. Yeah, my muscles are sweating and my six-pack is just... It's hot in here, man. It's dripping off your six pack, is what it you're is, saying. Man. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's is this, what I'm my six packs are uncomfortable? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Comic fam, do us a favor, give us a rating on iTunes if you're listening to us there, and we'll see you very soon. Have a great week.